This is Hope FM. Well, I'm sure, uh, like me, most of you will have heard of the name of the Samaritans. Uh, Sally Martin is uh, is with the Bournemouth Samaritans. Uh, good morning to you, Sally. Good morning, Blair. Thanks very much for having me on today. It, it's a pleasure. Uh, Sally, for those who have no idea at all about the work of the Samaritans, I, how did it all get started and, and what's the major thrust behind what, what you guys do? Right, well, the Samaritans, it started in London um, 65 years ago now. Um, and basically it was set up by the, uh, a vicar called Chad Vara in 1953. And um, basically one of his parishioners took their own life. Um, and it was a 14-year-old girl, and he was just so shocked at that that he wanted to find out why, and, and so the whole purpose of talking, and, and so that's how the Samaritans came about. And it's evolved since then, obviously, since 1953. There are branches throughout the UK, and we can take calls, we can take emails. Um, there's also a letter-writing correspondence branch as well, um, and... Normally, we take face-to-face. We, people can come in actually into our branch and, uh, and speak with us face-to-face. Obviously, in the circumstances that we're in at the moment, that can't happen, but we're hoping that will happen again soon. And so, basically, what we offer, we offer a safe space for somebody to give us a call, um, and then we, we will listen to them. We won't judge them. We won't give them advice. We'll give that's, and, and that's so important for, for the caller to have that space to be able to explore their feelings and what's causing their anxieties and so on. So that's what we're here for. So how did you uh, first come to get involved uh, yourself to become a, a, well, I presume you are a volunteer, are you? I am a volunteer, yeah. yeah. We're all volunteers. Every single person who is in a branch are volunteers. And that's from the director down to our wonderful people who come in and clean, that we all, we all volunteer our time. So, yeah, so I started as a listening volunteer um, three years ago. It's something that I was just just curious about, so I went along to one of the information evenings that, again, normally they hold monthly, but obviously at this moment in time that's that's been suspended. Um, and so I just took it from there. Um, we, we have um, a fantastic training. We've got a fantastic training team. Um, all the branches do. Um, and so you have quite an intense training and then you're mentored. So it's, it's taken very slowly, very gradually, so that when you actually get into be to, to take calls that you're confident and that, that you're able to. And we're all trained in the same way. So um, the telephone number is 116123 and that caller could go to anyone in the country. However, we're all trained in the same way so they'd get the same kind of conversation from whoever they were speaking to. So there'd be a continuation if needs be. Um, well, talk so, about, yeah, so, so... I was going to say, well, talk in a moment or two about, about the training process that you went through. But again, bringing it back to you sort of personally, can you remember uh, your very first day uh, and your very first call? So you, you'd volunteered, you'd gone through the training. Uh, it's, your very, <laughs> it's your very first day. Uh, was your heart uh, beating twice the speed? <laughs> no, I'll I tell you what, the training is such that you 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 go into the, into that mode and you and you're able to take the calls and you're absolutely with the caller 
Um, we're not really able to talk about particular calls. And if I'm really honest with you, I don't remember my first call, if I'm really, really honest with you. Mm. Um, but but it's, it's such as, I think it's, it's the training that, I think people think, oh my goodness, what I'm going to say and all that sort of thing. But you're guided very much by the caller and what they want to talk about. It's not about us, it's about them. It's about what they want to say and what they want to talk about. So really you're in a conversation and, and you're exploring where they are in, in that current time. Um, and so it's, it's about the caller. It's not about us in any shape or form. So that's possibly why. And obviously, of course, at the end of every time that we're there, then, then we, we speak, we have leaders, and we, and we can talk, and we can debrief, and we can share our experiences and that kind of thing as well. So, so it's very important that we don't take anything home. But it's, you know, it's a real privilege. It's a real privilege to, to be in the position that, that we are in, to be able to speak to people who are in time of need. And, um, and I think that's how we all feel, that it, that it is very much a, a privileged place to be. Now, you mentioned there about confidentiality and not being able to, to talk uh, to anyone else really about the call. Does that in- include even if the caller gives you permission? So say, they, they, say for example, they, they, they were suicidal or they, or, there was, they were, mm. or they were in danger of some kind, you know, whether that was domestic abuse or, or whatever. No doubt you get calls about everything you know. But, uh, but would you st- still not be able to share any of that uh, or, or can you share... Uh, with the caller's permission? It, it depends on what the caller says to us, to be honest with you. Um, so we, you know, we, we are trained, obviously, we, if, if somebody is feeling suicidal, if somebody is talking about taking their life, then obviously we are on the side of life. And we will talk to them. Um, we won't, we're not there to judge them, if that's how they're feeling. But... We obviously very much are on the side of life, and so there are measures and there are steps that we can take. So, if needs be, um, um, some you know we we could share share their information. But if they choose not to, that's the whole point of the confidentiality. That it, it's their call, it's their situation, and it's very much what they want to do. So we are there. We do err on the side of life, of course we do, um, and many of our callers know that. They are there because they are in a situation that potentially they can't see their way out. But by exploring, by by talking, by by feeling safe and not feeling judged, then we we can talk to our callers and 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 see if we see where that call is going to take us. But it's very much led by the caller. I was amazed to read it in 2017 alone that you had over 21,000 calls. And that's, yeah. And that's at a local level. So that's, and that doesn't take on board, of course, the, the text because you had, you had another 9,000 texts on, 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 on top of that. Let's go back to, to, to you. Um, uh, when you, when you, obviously you, you, you decided that you'd like to volunteer, you know, uh, to yeah. the what, what process said, was that training like, you know, was it, was it pretty intensive? Obviously you, you were very much prepared by it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It, you know, it, it was intense because it has to be intense. Um, the, the training has slightly changed now, um, since I did the training, but it's still, it's still very much the same. So it's, it's very much how to how to be there for our callers, how to listen. There was an element of role play as well, but it was um, it was it was to encompass everything. So also to 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 practice, you know, doing emails and and treating an email as if it's an actual conversation rather than just something that's the written word. Um, so it's it was just there to prepare you to take calls to 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 make sure that the caller is feeling listened to, to make sure that. 
you understand what they're saying and, and, and how you can help them along their journey. Um, so it was, it was, you know, for me, it was a very interesting, very worthwhile process. And I, I'd like to think that most people who, who do Samaritan's training feel exactly the same way as me because it is, it is a great, um, and, and also for personal growth as well. You, you, you learn a bit about yourself and, um, I don't think that's a bad thing really for, for you to learn a bit about yourself as well. It's, it's um, and, so you you know you you come away with that with that confidence that you feel okay I can I can listen to to our callers and and I'm there for them. Now, obviously, uh, pre-COVID, you were already getting literally thousands and thousands of calls. Have the, have those calls uh, increased sharply over this time of uh, COVID nineteen, where there's such high levels of anxiety and all sorts of of issues at different levels? Yeah, I mean, I've got some sort of facts here that. Um, since obviously since the lockdown in March, we actually all our branches uh, throughout the UK have stayed open. Um, some of the volunteers have had to self isolate because that's the nature of it. But um, so many of us have just stepped up and added a few extra shifts. But we've we've stayed open, um, and there, there is talk. They're saying one in three callers have been talking about the coronavirus, and um, you know people are feeling more um, anxious about the situation, how long is it going to last for. Many of the concerns were um, actually, uh, you know, related around the coronavirus. So we're looking at loneliness, isolation, mental health and illness, family, finances, unemployment. So those kind of um, topics have increased. And so it's been great that we've been there for our callers to, you know, that they've, they've got a, a space that they can, they can talk to us and, and sort of try and alleviate some of that anxiety. Now, you've got uh, this special campaign just launched or just about to launch uh, called... Uh, Today. To, to, oh, well, couldn't be better timing than Sally could there. Absolutely, uh, Blair. So, so it's called Talk To Us, as I'm talking to you, Sally. So tell us, what's, there what's, we go. what's the thrust behind it? Well, basically, Samaritans, we've, we've launched this. Uh, again, you know, all our branches talk to us, and it's to raise awareness of its round-the-clock emotional support services and to encourage people to get in touch if they need support. Um, you know, we've continued to provide emotional support throughout this pandemic, and we will continue to do that. Obviously, listening to others has never been more important. Sometimes some people, they've been locked down in families, um, but, you know, they, they, they don't feel they can reach out to, to, to people in their family because they're, they're going through their own troubles as well. So they can give us a call on 116123 um, or they can drop us an email if needs be on joe at samaritans.org um, and, you know, we will respond to them as, and, um, and just, just help them talk through how they're feeling. You know, rather than bottling it up, sometimes it's just it's good to talk to us and that's what we're there for and that's what the campaign is all about. Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, among other things, you you're, you chair the the fundraising and publicity uh, yeah. committee. Hence, appearing on Hope FM. Um, but that that that, <laughs> that must be a big job. I mean, how do you, how do you get funding to keep the wheels turning at the Samaritans? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think that uh, you know Samaritans being a national charity that we get some kind of you know, dispensation or money from the government or something along those lines. Now, I know there has been announcements about um, uh, some kind of support, but that um, when it comes down to local level, so when it comes down to Bournemouth Samaritans, we, we fundraise our own ourselves to keep our branch open. 
So, you know, we have to pay, you know, we, we have to pay for cleaning products, for example, something as simple as that. Mm. Gas and electricity we have to pay for. So that's what the whole fundraising is about, because obviously we're all, nobody is paid. There's no, no one in our branch is paid to do their role. Um, as I said, you know, before that we are all volunteers, it's just keeping the branch open. And it, it costs in the region of £90 a day to keep the branch open, because obviously you've got to pay for the utilities um, and so on. So um, obviously in the wintertime, you've got to make sure that it's nice and warm and, and our volunteers feel safe. And especially during this pandemic, we've had to really make sure that our volunteers feel safe, that there's cleanliness, that there's like, that we're keeping the necessary two metres apart and so on. So, yeah, it's normally quite challenging. I mean, we've got a fantastic fantastic fundraising team um our friends we have as well as listing volunteers we have support volunteers as well so if anyone's interested in becoming a support volunteer um which basically means helping us fundraise so um then they can they're more than welcome to getting into contact with us um and that's the email address for that is friends at bournemouthsamaritans.org so that's friends at bournemouthsamaritans.org so if anyone wants to get in touch with me and is interested in becoming a support volunteer then they're absolutely most welcome because they're as, as important as our listening volunteers so you know, normally we, we go out into the community um, and we can raise funds but obviously at this moment in time all that has been suspended so we're looking at other ways of, of, of raising funds and there have been some very generous um, companies and um, and uh, grants applications you know some of the local companies have been very very generous with their with their donations we just received this week a fantastic donation from um, Born Free who normally run the Pride campaign they would have had their Pride weekend this weekend and they've, they've donated a fantastic sum of money from their community fund um, to, to help keep us going and we're so grateful for all the local communities um, and companies who are willing to give us funds from their community uh, funding so that's what's helped us um, just for a little plug myself um, we're doing something called Samaritan and I'm doing this for my sins. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically running 26.2 miles over the month of July. Some people are planning and actually doing a marathon a day, which is very impressive. I will just do the best I can. And my page, if anyone would like to donate or just have a look at it, it's um, uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash sallymartin67. So that's uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash sallymartin67. I'll just type in Sally Martin on Virgin Just Giving and then my page will pop up. So if anybody would like to donate on that, that would be amazing to, keep, to help keep our branch open, especially help keeping it clean and so on. This is Hope FM. Well, my very special guest uh, today uh, is somebody from uh, the Samaritans, the, Bour- that's the Bournemouth branch of the Samaritans, uh, Sally Martin. Sally takes primary responsibility for, uh, well, in fact, she chairs the fundraising and policy uh, group. Other little group of you, I mean, you mentioned what, what you were doing to raise funds a moment or two ago. Do you, do you have a little group of supporters who, who work with you on the fundraising side? Yeah, we do. Um, as I said, I mentioned about our support volunteers, um, and that we call them our, our friends. And um, and I sort of help run that group. And I gave the email address, but I'll give you the email address again, which is friends at bournemouthsamaritans.org. And um, our support volunteers are just as important to us as our listening volunteers. And they help us with fundraising, with fundraising ideas, um, contacts in the local community, um, and, and so on. So they're very valuable to us as well. So they're a great team to be working with. 
Now, obviously, we're all looking forward to uh, coming out the other end of, of COVID-19, although that may well be uh, sometime uh, in, in, in the future. But if you're like us, you'll be sort of maybe gradually easing your volunteers uh, back and so on. Well, what, That's right. What I mean, you, you mentioned earlier on, you know, about the, the campaign that you were doing the talk talk to us campaign launching uh, this well through july we're launching today actually through, through july yeah. what, what other plans are there are there going forward right well we've got a fantastic outreach team um led by somebody called charlotte and normally this time of year we're very busy going out into schools um universities this is an exam period time so normally um so we would go in to support those people who you know we we can uh, talk with them, be with them. We go into primary schools as well uh, to talk to. We don't talk specifically in primary to to uh, the children specifically about the Samaritans, but promoting good mental health and and saying that it's okay to talk and that kind of thing. So because we, we feel that's very important, hence the Talk to Us campaign, which has been started today. Um, we also go into the. Um, Bournemouth Police Custody Suite, and we've in fact we've actually won a national award on that. Um, so, um, so we're you know we're we're very proud of the work that we do there. So, a lot of people don't realise that we do go out into the community a lot. We go into residential care homes for the elderly, and um, you can just sit with those residents who maybe don't have any family or whatever, and just just give them some company. Um, and so, we go into businesses and to talk about. Um, good mental health and and especially this time now when when businesses are starting to go back um there there might well be some anxiety so potentially our outreach team can go into those local businesses and just and just talk about what's good to to help promote good mental health to to help you know to to understand if somebody is struggling um we we deliver sort of like listening techniques which is called shush um and you can go onto the samaritans website to get those details about just for we can all listen we can all listen and be there for our colleagues and our friends and that's something that we as samaritans are very keen to promote out into the community so um that that that's what we're hoping to do once once this lockdown eases that we can start to go out there again and of course we go to local supermarkets and um, um, we can give out information about who we are and that's a great way to sort of to meet people in the community and also again they might stick some pennies into the tin as well which is always very helpful so um, so so we've got a lot to focus on going forward definitely. Now giving people a bit, a bit of confidence if they, if they dial that number as literally hundreds do 1161 Two, three. Uh, yeah. I don't suppose you don't give advice, do you? In the sense, well, if I was you, I would do. No. You know, it's more a question. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so it's more a question, I guess, of of helping people just to unload. And, and I, I guess it, it's just great to have a listening ear of helping people to maybe think through their options, you know, and, and that sort of thing. Um, do you get much feedback yeah. from your callers, you know? So when they've gone, when they've gone beyond the, the, that, that whatever the reason was for making that first call, do, do you get any feedback from those same folks? And you um, know, you know, some, that really sometimes me. we do. Yeah, I mean, so, sometimes we do. Um, but as I say, it's not about us; it's about the callers. So if, as long as they go away, um, you know. And but the, the fact is as well, you don't just have to phone them. Um, 
you know, you can phone us at any time. You know, just because you phoned us once doesn't mean that you can't phone us again because obviously problems don't go away. So somebody could phone up in the morning, but actually they still need to talk to somebody the, the same day in the evening. So they will call back and just to have a chat. Um, so, you know, so, so, we, so we do get callers who, 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 you know, who do need us um, on a regular basis, and that's absolutely fine. It's not just you phone us once and then we never expect to hear from you again. So, you know, we do encourage people to call us when they need to call us, um, when they're going through a difficult time, and then we'll be there to, to give them that space that they can unload and talk about what, what's, what's going on in their lives and what's, what's causing them some emotional distress. And that that number uh, that you give at one one six one two three is that a twenty four hour a day number? Twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Christmas Day, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. It's open all the time. Um, we as a as a branch, we we are aiming to be um, open. We are nearly open twenty four hours a day. Actually, seven days a week. We're pretty close to that. Um, so um, yep. So that and that that call it's it's free. Um, it doesn't show up on on a, on a bill, so so on your mobile bill, on your landline bill, or whatever. That number does not show up, so you know that you're calling us. In, in and no one else, if you know, if you don't want anyone else to know that you're calling us, and that's fine because that the, that number doesn't appear on any telephone bill. Um, also, just to talk about the email service as well, and that's Joe at Samaritans dot org. And people are very welcome if they can't phone for whatever reason. And some people don't like talking; they much prefer to to to, to use the written words, and that's absolutely fine. Mm. Um, we treat those people who send us emails in exactly the same way, and we give them that that listening ear and in exactly the same way. And of course, you have people text as well. I mean, I guess texting is. What quite a lot of particularly young people would do uh, these days. I, I mean, again, when I looked at the numbers, and these were numbers actually going back for, to 2017, but it was it was just over mm. 9,000 9, people had sent you texts. That's right, yeah. Now, the texting service is on pause at the moment. Um, we're going to be changing that to a live chat. Um, so that technology, I believe, um, I'm not really privy to that information, but mm. so, so the actual texting service has been paused. But it will come back, and rest assured, then we'll be using social media to let people know that that, is, you know, that, that will be coming back. But at the moment, there's no texting service. And I guess that the, the best way of, of supporting what you're doing, an excellent service, of course, you're giving, come a long way from that lady committing suicide and, and Chad uh, his, mm. and that original vision and uh, clearly very valued service. So if people wanted to, well, I guess they can, they can give to support you or, or of course, they can, they can come forward as a volunteer. Are you always looking for, for new volunteers? We're always looking for new volunteers. Of course, we are, um, and that's listening or support volunteers. Um, we've got a we've got a website, so people can go onto our page to to see. Just just type in Bournemouth Samaritans on Google, and it will pop up. Um, and obviously, we've got a, a Twitter account as well, which is at Sam's Bournemouth, and people are very welcome to join the conversation there. Obviously, we can't help people on Twitter. We can't help people on the web page. You, you know, you need to give, give us a call on one one six one two three, or Joe at Samaritans dot org. Um, but yeah, we're pre- that, that's a presence there that can give information. So perhaps when the information evenings do start again, um, that information will be on the Twitter site and on the web page. Um, and if you want to get any further information, such as how to donate, um, but we are on Virgin Just Giving, so you can type in Bournemouth Samaritans, and our page will pop up if you wanted to donate. Um, so there's 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 information out there for people to be able to find out who we are, and um, you know, and to get in touch with us.
Well, Sally, thank you so much for joining me on the programme today. I look forward whenever I'll be able to welcome you into the studio. And as I said to you... Oh, Blair, it'd be lovely. Yeah. And then, of course, I can start your training as a radio presenter, as I was talking to you... <laughs> Uh, off, uh, well, I've got the face for radio, Blair, so that, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, on behalf of everybody who's, who's accessed your services, uh, Sally, thank you so much and, uh, and keep up the good work. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.